Ooh. Okay, Jared Jones. We are live. What are we talking about today? Let's see. It's uh, all about a universal income, right? Just, uh, you know, a flat standard. Everyone makes the same, right? Yeah, universal basic income, I think, is this referred to, or yeah. UBI. Yeah. So, first thoughts on it. What do you think? Hate it. Really? Oh, uh, with all my heart. Okay. Yeah, with all my heart. So, I think there's I think some pros and cons to it, at least from my perspective, but you think there's 100% no pro. I'd be shocked if I could... If I couldn't, if I couldn't refute your pros, I'll be disappointed. Okay. Well, let's give a test of your. Uh, your no, I, I will clarify. I may use the same point to refute, <laughs> and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that I won't go pure emotional card on this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it for, won't be the best argument, but for I will everybody refute, listening, yeah. maybe the term universal basic income is possibly new, or you've heard it thrown around. Um, it's gained a little bit of traction. I don't know if you realize uh, Andrew Yang a presidential candidate in the last election cycle. He was a big proponent of it. There's been a couple of cities that have um, tried to implement it in small scales, testing it in some other countries. But in general, what it is for everybody listening is uh, the government uh, essentially says, hey, uh, no strings attached. So you don't have to have a disability. You don't have to have a job or not. No strings attached. Every single person in a society, so in America, it would be 330 Americans. No. doesn't matter if you're one-year-old or if you're 58 years old, right? There's no cap. You are now going to get $1,000 or $500. The amount, you know, of course, is not legislated yet, but the general idea is about $1,000 a month, every month, forever, for the rest of your life. So you get $12,000 just handed to you every year, whether you pick up a pickaxe and go work in the construction fields, whether you Teach. Doctor, lawyer. Yep. You get uh, $12,000. Yep. So why do you hate it so much? Look, I know I'm probably going to piss some people off, but I think we can probably assume that there are certain jobs that are just more difficult than other, others, right? Mm -hmm. So is it fair that a middle school gym teacher gets paid the same amount for someone who has to go through 12 years of medical school, has to go through oh. eight years of law school. Oh, so maybe one confusion point here. Um, I don't, maybe you read it differently than mine, mine but universal basic income is essentially like just a check. It, it doesn't replace your current oh, wage. Oh, I misinterpreted that then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so the government... So this is just $12,000 in addition to your, your job? Whether you have a job or not. What's the point? So... Yeah. yeah. Okay. So maybe I, maybe that'll change maybe your I perspective it. a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So meaning that you get just how they did these like stimulus checks. Yeah. Right. Everybody kind of just got the money. I guess there was some caps on on, yeah. on income, right? But um, you you get a thousand dollars a month whether you're a doctor mm -hmm. and you're getting ten thousand dollars in your current salary at a hospital, mm -hmm. or you're a construction worker making three thousand dollars a month. You still get the thousand dollars. It doesn't matter. Okay. Different. Yeah. Different. A little bit different. A uh, little. Little different, but. So it's not based on how much you currently make. You just get $1,000. And you could also be sitting at home being a gamer, not making any money. Yeah, joke's on us because there are several gamers on that damn Twitch. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. But like sitting at my mom's basement or whatever, maybe. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I guess what would naturally happen is, I mean, for all intents and purposes, uh, essentially just an accelerated inflation to where that would be the, the new normal. So that's why it's one of those things where it may sound great and it may, you know, solve poverty in the very short-term scale. Yeah, yeah. But what really bothers me about a functioning society is, is there needs to be left and right boundaries. There needs to be, you know, kind of 
the the high earners for functioning society in order for everyone to you know be housed to be clothed to be you know full stomach i'm sorry it just doesn't happen in a capitalistic society at least so i guess i just don't understand what this thousand dollars what this three thousand five thousand whatever amount per month yeah. would solve yeah so i think the the uh proponents of it right um andrew yang some of these other yeah. uh, individuals that think that let's 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 create a universal safety net where maybe you're down on your luck Maybe your current job isn't paying for essentials. You're going to get the $1,000. That's going to help you pay for your rent. That's going to pay for some of your groceries. And then kind of get you to a level where you are somewhat comfortable. And, and, and the proponents, what they'll say is you can focus more of your energy on getting a better job and building your career because your essentials are taken care of. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that briefs well. It does, right? It briefs well. Know, oh, yeah, it's great. It it's going to make good. me feel all warm and fuzzy. It but does. one, I'm assuming we're just going to print money. It's just going to fall out of the sky. Well, there's different ways you can tax for it. But in yeah. general, we don't normally tax at the rate that's required for government programs. So we usually have to borrow. So, yes. Okay, so we're just going to print money. Yep. Let's say, yeah, a majority of it is probably going to be that's printed. Right. Yep, big um, button. I like it. So, look, the reason why the apples of the world, a- Apple, I think it was just it was just announced after the bell the other day, uh, most profitable company. I think they, they profited like twenty four billion dollars. Yeah, right? it was them, Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight, uh, twenty four and eighteen. The, I mean, the the spread. I mean, that's what six billion dollars. That's it, it, anyways. Um, Is it billion or trillion for the quarter or profit? Oh, billion. Qu- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Quarterly profit. Okay, yeah. So, a- anyways, what I say that for is, look. These these phones, you know these, you know microphone, all this stuff. People have to make it, it. It comes at a premium, so so therefore, all you do is just slide the scale to the right. If everyone has a thousand dollars extra extra a month, that means that they're going to probably raise the raise the prices of beer, of microphones, of phones, of tables. So of this chairs. is exactly what would happen. Inflation. So it, it's not going to solve anything. All you're no. doing is adjusting to the right. Yeah. So this is actually funny. Um, people think. UBI, and this is where I, I – I think there are some cases where it may be helpful, but this is where – the short term, sure. Yeah, exactly. And then what, where I start kind of losing ground a little bit is actually based over the last year, which is actually where a lot of UBI propon- proponents actually think is the best case. Oh, we had this pandemic that ruined people's jobs or livelihoods, and, and they were – yeah, some people, right? And, and so – they didn't have anything to fall back for on until the government programs kicked in, which took months, right? Because they're slow. But if we had a $1,000 wage that just was there, then everybody would have a safeguard. Now, that would be what the proponents were for. Now, here's where I kind of take a a different approach, and I say, okay, well, what also happened in the last 12 months to the Apples, the Amazons, and the Walmarts, the largest transfer of wealth ever, that has ever occurred in our society has moved. And the only reason that happened is, is why they got free money. Throw more at them. They got free money. People, people that, you know, enlisted in these programs. Or got what I mean by checks. that is they yeah. had just an influx of their customer base with extra Bingo. expendable. Exactly. Money. So yeah. all of a sudden their consumer bases or their, their, ba- their customer bases got this thousand dollar check in the mail, yep. whatever it was. And they said, well, now I can buy a new TV. Oh. So Amazon 
Jeff Bezos is now worth five times more than he was at the beginning of the pandemic or whatever it is. Isn't that crazy? He literally just went through a divorce where he gave away half, and he's now worth more. Yes. W- way more. That's way wild. More. And it's all because— he just, he just got divorced, what, two years ago? Yes. Yeah, he had to give away half of his income yeah. or his, his net worth. Net worth, yeah. And all of a sudden, he's now worth $200 billion. And when wow. he got divorced, it was 70 Isn't that wild? So craziness, right? And the only reason that happened is that consumers got these huge checks from taxpayers, essentially, or mm-hmm. printing money. And all that money went back to these people with, with big, deep pockets. Yeah. It, so it doesn't just, work. It's just frustrating because, ironically, you know, through your – you did a great job of illustrating kind of the, the problem with that. But what's so funny is, you know, the, the Yangs of the world, they just think that – and honestly, I'm surprised it didn't get a little bit more traction. I know. You can almost buy a vote with that. It doesn't? Literally, yeah. You are literally buying but, but it's just so funny to me that we automatically think that people, if we automatically give them $1,000 every month or whatever, let's just call it $1,000 for this podcast. Yeah. We, we think that they're responsible enough to save it for a rainy day, to invest it, to buy necessities, not niceties. Um, but I'm sorry, just the, what, what data is telling us. The re- Look, if what, what was the original payment? I think 1200 and then it was a 1600 and then it was a 1400 or... Oh, and stimulus checks. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Does that sound right? I think yeah. there were three rounds ish yeah. on the amounts. I don't know. Thousand to fifteen hundred. Yeah, yeah. Look, if you needed six hundred dollars to get you out of a bind, I promise six hundred dollars didn't solve a damn no, thing. No. There, there, there is no way. I, uh, I, I think we've kind of joked about this before. Maybe for a one month issue, but not for an eighteen month pandemic that everyone says that we're in, right? 18 months is not $600 problem or a $1,000 problem. That's $10,000 I literally can't think of a problem that I have or could have that $600 would solve. Yeah, the only thing is like a car accident or something like that maybe. Something that's random, of course, but most things that are like consistent in life, no. Rent. Yeah, so so that's just that's just really frustrating to me that, that we think that this $1,000 is going to solve because we, we, don't, we don't have a problem that's not rooted in financial illiteracy, man. We have a spending issue. Yeah. We, from a personal level and a government level. Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a different issue. Yeah. Um, but it, it just really bothers me. Like, hey, you know, let, let's just completely put our blinders on the fact that what's the stat? Like 10% of, of people are prepared for retirement right now, regardless of age, you know, depending on no, where I think it's like five or six. Oh, I thought it was 10. Okay. Let, let's Properly go. prepared. Now it's a weird kind of. Now, of course, you know, you yeah. ask five financial advisors, you're going to get five financial advisors. Yeah. Answer. How much you need per month, all that. So yeah. uh, let, let, let's call five it probably seven. Five to 10. Yeah. If we're, we're five to that. 10, yeah. That is so horrible. It is. Horrible. But that may be. And so we think, hey, all these financially irresponsible people, let's just give them $12,000 a year. Yeah, that'll solve it. Well, you're, here's a weird... You're putting a Band-Aid on. Yeah. And, and not a Band-Aid. I think it's actually making it probably worse. You're probably like opening up the wound a little bit. I'll stay corrected. I, I won't even say this is a Band-Aid. No, yeah. in the short term, Band-Aid. Yeah. Short term, Band-Aid. Yeah, but then it gets infected. It's going to yeah. get infected. That's yeah, what yeah. it is. You're not yeah. cleaning the wound properly. Yeah, you're right. So here's a weird one, right? Let's hear it. Um, kind of a metaphor for people that we know. Um, and, and we went through high school with several people like this where they were, you know, we both had like little jobs and stuff, right? Yeah. Through high school, like little things. And I we can make a Little Caesars pizza like the best of them. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. So we've always had to kind of, you know, work our ways a little figure bit. Figure it out. Yeah, figure it out. Now, people that had um, possibly parents or, or uh, uncles or whatever it may be that helped them out through a lot of these things, right, and giving them money, don't they have a different thinking of money? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? They have they, – they don't understand the value of some items. And, and the reason, I think, is is that that dollar or that item was provided to them. 
they got it for for free. Yeah. And and I think that's the exact same situation that would occur to, to your point where if you get $12,000, unfortunately you're not going to take that money and save it, invest it, put it into real estate, something that's actually going to build more wealth. What you'll do is go buy the nicest TV and stereo system. Yeah. Or a new laptop. It'll, it'll come again. You know, honestly, I, I'd be, there's got to be some study. This is not some groundbreaking thing. No way in hell. You give 50 10-year-olds. Th- these are two groups of 10-year-olds. You give 50 10-year-olds that had to mow lawns and clean windows and wash cars, give them 100 bucks. You give them 50 10-year-old, 50 10-year-olds, just hand them $100. Private schools. Yeah, guys. just hand them $100. I bet you can't guess who will piss it away faster. Not a, not oh, a, these guys will show up with $250. Yeah. They, they, just bought a new, they just bought a new lawnmower. Yep. Now they just you know increase their, their, their revenue. Their productivity. Yeah, exactly. These guys Zero. have a new pair of shoes. Until they get another $50. Mm-hmm. 100%. Or $100, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's whatever someone understands the value. Yes. Of, of money. Of earning. Excuse me. That's earning. Of earning. Yes. It, 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 look, if you just give away $1,000, how unfulfilling is that as a recipient? I would hope yeah. it's unfulfilling. I'm sorry. I would I would truly hope that it's unfulfilling. So let's move away from the individual receiving the thousand dollar payment a month, and let's talk about possibly the individual that's giving the thousand dollars extra a month, and see if there's a moral issue there, because that's where I actually. So I was kind of like leaning towards there might be a reason to have universal basic income in some instances, until I thought about this. And it's actually weird. I took an Uber today because I took my car down to yep. uh, auto shop, dropped it off. So I took an Uber. So uh, I had an Uber driver and she let me know that she got laid off during the beginning of the situation. And she picked up Ubering ever since. And she's like, yeah, it's crazy. I had a bunch of friends that worked with me. And out of like the five or six of us that got laid off, I'm the only one actually that worked through the rest. All the rest of them did the, the unemployment checks. That's horrible. And they're just now finally you know, getting jobs. And it's, this is what, 18, 17, I don't know. March of 2020 is whenever it all came down. Yeah, so, so I don't know. We're 16, 18 months okay. at least, right? So let's say we're 16, 18 months in. So they've been collecting unemployment, getting the stimulus checks, all that stuff. Ducey stopped the extra, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, but that still goes into effect. I think September 1st is the last check or the last day or whatever it is. I can't wait to say that just the slew of applicants for all oh, these yes. open jobs. Well, you've already seen people are postponing jobs at our office i'm aware crazy but anyways so we're talking about our taxi or my uber driver so she's like yeah it's so crazy that they haven't been working and i've been working this whole time and i was like hey have you thought about this they mean this as much as you no no (laughs) no no no. it's it's actually more absurd than that when i started thinking i asked her this and i was like you have been working and you've been paying your taxes which pays them a portion of their unemployment tax or unemployment income benefit so They've been able to sit at home and take vacations and do whatever they want while you are essentially kind of slaving every day working, which is kind of messed up if you think about it. These people are asking other individuals to work while I'm all right not getting a job to some extent. And she was she was so upset. She got she was like actually visibly upset. She's like, I've never thought about that. That is so wrong. Well, you just. Changed her to a. I'm not going to name which party that aligns to, but I don't know what she was in the beginning, but she was. But I promise she now believes in a certain political party, po- possibly, or at least a, f- a specific economic type of policy. Yeah. I think there was a moral issue there where she's like, "Oh my gosh, I am working for these individuals to be able to do well, anything they want." What do you think about that? Isn't yeah, that an issue? Yeah, so so 
I feel like you and I are are pretty aligned economically speaking. I mean, I, I don't know of a single economic point that we truly disagree on. But I'm not a big. I don't believe in saving now. I want to spend every dollar today, and I think we might misalign there. You know, if Dave Ramsey is ever one of our listeners, oh. he's going to turn his entire cult following against us. So thank credit you cards that. are the way to go, right, Jared? <laughs> yeah, just max out balances. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yes, I think that way. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's a minority thought process. So you think if I talk somebody through that, that was sitting on the couch, getting yeah, but but you have to have someone that's willing to listen to that perspective. Because I'm sorry, there is not a doubt in my mind. Look, I would hope, I can only hope that the vast majority of these recipients of X, Y, and Z fill in the benefit. Mm -hmm. That would be like, oh shoot, you know, my neighbor Bob, he's working his ass off, busting his ass, twelve hour days. I'm not doing anything, and we're honestly probably making comparable income with all these extra incentives that I'm getting because of the pandemic. No one, I, I just, I would hope, I would hope no one can actually put a face to the money. People just think that it just gets printed. People just think that it's Trump and or Biden or whomever, whoever's our president at the time. Oh yeah. They're actually just writing check. They don't, they don't realize that it comes from the American taxpayer. They don't realize it comes from the Bob's world that despite them wanting to take vacations, despite them wanting to just chill out on the couch, despite them wanting to see their daughter, their family, whomever, yeah, they don't realize it. It's them. It's not the government. It, the government just doesn't, they unfortunately do now print money at a, at a whim, but for the most part, they get that revenue from taxes and yeah. they don't equate. The common person doesn't understand these benefits are coming out of yours and mine's pocket and, and the majority of people's pocket. Yeah. It, that, that right there is where I think I draw the line on, on universal basic income. I think if, if you're going to reward people, um, no matter if they do anything at all. It, it essentially can't. It gets rid of meritocracy, meritocracy 100%. Why in the hell? Because I'm sure it, it wouldn't stop there, man. It, it, it's such a slippery slope. Here's another weird one. I love metaphors. You know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're a big car guy. Give me a car metaphor. No, no. I was actually thinking college. Wow, you always give car metaphors. All right. I know. So here's a weird college one. So imagine I'm walking around a college campus, and okay. I'm say, hey, guys, we're going to go ahead and start a new program here at ASU, at University of Arizona, whatever college. Yep. Um, we want everybody to have kind of an, uh, an even footing. So everyone's going to get at least a C in every class. So you pass automatically. How many, pe- how many kids are showing up to class? All of them. Isn't that a joke? No one's going to show up to class. I know. You're guaranteed a degree. So let's say everybody's getting a... 69 right you can't you, you're not gonna start you can't starve let's say that like that's the idea with bmi is you're not gonna starve or, or sorry not bmi <laughs> bmi body mass index <laughs> universal yeah. basic income yeah, UBI. ubi that's funny yeah. um you're not gonna starve that's the idea with everyone that. can lift their body weight in their <laughs> yeah. that was last week right yeah. so yeah, it was so uh but with um ubi you're not gonna starve that's kind of the, the thinking you're not gonna starve you're not gonna be homeless so in school, if I went around and let's say, hey, you know what college is? Uh, we want to make sure that um, everybody has a footing. So everyone's going to start out the year, and you cannot get anything less than a 69. Now, by the way, 70 is passing. So you show up, and you do one period of class or whatever it is, and now you're at 70%, and you're good to go. Now, I don't think there's a sane student in this world, except for the overachievers, that will show up. Well, their, their time could be... 
well spent, way better. They could they could be having a second job because they know they're about to get that four year degree just in four years yeah. without any effort. They can get a second. They can get an internship. They can yeah. get really great productivity things. Now, so that doesn't make uh, sense. I think that's also the minority. I think a lot of people just yeah they go they go home and go get their check if that's actually a real yeah, thing yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so in that in my college metaphor, do you does that not pair perfectly? Yeah. So I'm just a, a big proponent. I think I'm gonna mess up the way I was gonna say this. I'm a big proponent against promoting mediocrity. Is yeah, that how you that makes sense? Did I come off right? Yeah. You want people to always be excelling. Well, I, I just want people to want to excel. To excel. I want people to extend effort. I want people to fail because if you fail, that means you tried some new. That's true. That's true. You, you know, look, by no means am I saying I have just figured out life. By no oh, means no. am I just saying <laughs> Hey, look at my past, guys. I have just straight A's and perfect attendance. Yeah. Never did anything wrong. By no means am I saying that. Yeah. But what I am saying is regardless of whatever situation, I've been dealt a good hand and I've been dealt a bad hand, depending on the individual, you know, myopically speaking, yeah. you know, uh, situations. But one thing I kind of pride myself on, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you've known me for years, is, damn it, I'm going to give some effort. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give you some effort. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I promise you, if I fail. A little bit of sweat, a little bit of blood. If I fail, it's not because of lack of effort. No, that's true. You're going to give it some effort. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I just don't think that's truly in people's brains, man. Well, I think I think there's a, a select group. And I and that's where, of course, evolution, right? There's yeah. always going to be. Has to be. There's going to be barriers here. And there's going to be average, like you mentioned. So some people are going to give more effort. Some people are going to give less effort. But I don't think you reward less effort ever. And that's what... Or no effort. Yeah, no effort's even crazier, right? Like, hey, I want my neighbor Bob or my neighbor Jim because to pay for my couch. You know, actually, I kind of want to follow up what I just got on my little soapbox. If all of a sudden I see... Let's say I'm busting my ass. And for whatever reason, let's say it's a very difficult class. Yep. I busted my ass for some reason. It's just not clicking for me. Yeah. And I have a 75. Mm-hmm. And I, I worked hard for that 75. But then I see little Johnny... Who showed up one time and did one extra credit by doing some 72. bullshit survey? Has a seventy. Yeah. It almost makes. We you both f- have C's. Yeah. You're both gonna pass the class. On our GPA, it's both gonna show two point Bingo. Well, I'm I'm busting my. I'm probably learning something. I'm I'm actually getting something out of it. But yeah. but now we're getting the same. At the reward. end of the year, and we now both know. Does that GPA really matter? No. Did a two point or a four After you graduate, after you've been in the workforce maybe six months. After that, after that first six month of you kind of thinking you're very cool or yeah. whatever it is, that GPA is never spoken again, yeah. again ever. That's right, right? No. Like I could care less at this point, yeah. right? And we've been out of college for some time now, yeah, of course. Right. But it's funny where that's a big deal, and it would become even lesser of deal in my my analogy, of course, if everybody has a baseline. Yeah, I I, I couldn't be. Because this UBI, it, it literally promotes mediocrity. And what you, the, the slippery slope, the danger of yeah. promoting mediocrity is why in the hell would someone want to bust their ass in the hot sun pouring asphalt? Why in the hell would someone want to bust their ass building a home? Civilization would stop. It would slow down. Innovation would. Yeah, that's where you innovation. go. Innovation, which civilization is created because of innovation. Uh, in okay, yeah, I'll, give, yeah, you yeah, I'll yeah. give you that. So here's a weird one, right? Um, Let's maybe move away from the college analogy and not going to another analogy, but here's another argument for UBI. And, and I want to see your perspective on this. I, I'm sure you probably read it a little bit. The, 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 one of the main concerns in the near future um, and why UBI is actually popular with a lot of the tech CEOs and founders. So Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook guy. Very, very big proponent. Heard of him. Yep. Elon Musk. 
somewhat of a proponent. Different reasons, though. Very interesting. Um, so some of the, the, the Silicon Valley, uh, you know, billionaires think that there is a there's room for universal basic income. And the reason they say is that you will be innovated out of your job. So there are certain certain things that are going to be automated, certain jobs that will be automated out of existence. So let's just give a couple of hard examples, and then we'll kind of maybe talk about where that is. So a couple of hard examples are cashiers, truck drivers, truck drivers, taxi drivers. Yep. So you take those three, and when I said cashiers, I should have actually said retail workers. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. So retail workers is the number, I think it's the number one largest employ, employment field. Truck drivers number two, right? Now, retail workers is kind of a part-time and full-time, but truck drivers are 100% full-time, and it's a very well-paying job. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's actually... It's a, it's a sneaky, fantastic income. It is. It is very good. Especially if you own your own truck. I mean, there's oh, yeah. some good earnings. Huge potential. Yeah. You, and you have no bills because you're always on the road. Bingo. Now, yeah. granted, no family life too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the last one is, is like taxi drivers, like Uber drivers, right? So those are the top three. And, and that's like, I don't know, it's something like crazy, like 15 or 20% of the workforce in the U.S. It's a huge chunk of the workforce in there. Don't correct Maybe somebody can correct me on that yeah. one. But it's a huge chunk. It's the largest yeah. chunk of the workforce. So they're, they're, they're stating in, in the Silicon Valley world that those three job fields will be completely gone. Yep. They don't have a time frame, of course. Let's say 10 years, uh-huh. right? 10 years of innovation. Trucks will be driven by themselves. Taxi will be driven by themselves. And yeah. everybody will check out it, check self-check out soon. So what happens now? Do those people just, just don't have a job? Do you they know, just starve? You know, I uh, I don't know. I'm sure I'm going to get some crap about this answer. But it, it's one of those things like, look, if, if we want to rewind 100 years, did we even have Uber drivers a hundred years ago? A uh, hundred years ago, did we have cars, airline pilots? No. A hundred years ago, did we have? This is not a crappy answer. This is actually the right answer, okay. I think. So, so what? What I'm saying is we don't know the jobs that will be become. Exactly. There well, are, look, I'm sorry. With every innovation, there is always more need. That's what I'm I saying. I think so too. Man. I think so too. So I, who's look, gonna? Start- I, I have a hard time disagreeing with. Look, I want to give respect where respect's due. You know, th- those guys have minds. I, I can't even fathom what what. Oh, like going Elon on Musk or something. The Elons, yeah. the Mark yeah. Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Th- they can truly think about some next level shit. I mean, oh, I've listened yeah. to a couple of their podcasts. Yeah. Get, wow. Yeah. But I couldn't disagree more with you. I I think what they're trying to do. Uh, this is kind of weird, but look, whenever this UBI thing comes into place, who has the ultimate power? They do. They get more power. They get more dependency. Actually, centralized power. Right. Yeah. So what happens is now these guys now have all the jobs in the world. If you want a high paying job that's not just twelve thousand dollars a year, they you get have it. to work for me. Facebook, Elon Musk, yeah. Apple, Google. So, anyways, all that to say is is the fact that they're trying to create some sort of fear. The fact that they're trying to position themselves. Oh, Interesting. The, You're I'm going the, down that route. You think I'm they're the, actually creating the fear? Well, they're using their mm. platform to be proponents for it. I think so. You know, I don't. I haven't thought about that. Yeah. Right. I just figured they were trying to. Like, they they, they have millions of followers on their various. Uh, yeah. platforms. Yeah. Interesting. If, if, if all of a sudden, look, you know, what did I just say? I, I, and I, I feel like I'm a fairly intelligent person and I have a hard time going against an Elon Musk thought or an Elon Musk endorsed principle. Yeah. Like he probably is right. Cause he's smarter. Exactly. 
But it might be because so it's almost intimidating, yeah. and I think a lot of myself, and I, it's almost yeah. intimidating to go against a principle yeah. that he believes in. Yeah. So think about someone who's a little bit less confident. Think about someone who doesn't really kind of understand. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a UBI guy. I mean, I heard Elon. You know, of course, he didn't try to make it seem like you know they, they go way back in the research. Yeah. Person. They're using their platform, in my opinion, for power. No, I, I do agree there a little bit. I think definitely on the Facebook side, we've seen what they've been doing. We'll talk about, you know, of course, censorship <laughs> on another pe- podcast. Yeah. I think I think that's a fantastic conversation. Yeah. But um, so so we, we, we can go down some major roads rabbit there. holes, yeah. right? With that or, or rabbit holes, yeah. So um, we were just kind of saying, where uh, what were we talking about? So so basically, I I had said, hey, you know, I know that the Elons and Mark Zuckerberg's yeah. of the world are saying. Oh, innovation. Innovation will get rid of these yeah. jobs. Yeah. And my perspective on that is I think those jobs will disappear. Oh, yeah, sure. Right? I'm not going to refute yeah. that. Are I'm just going to say equal jobs will be created. Yeah. So so let's just say um, the truck drivers. Let's, let's start with them because that's the big – I think that's actually a really big issue. It can be. Right. So truck drivers are, are automated out of service. Well, who's coordinating the logistics of those trucks? Who's maintaining them? Who's maintaining them? Who's servicing those trucks? Yep. Who who's is, unloading them? Who's unloading them? Who is uh, ensuring the safety and insurance of those trucks? Yep. Who is uh, documenting all of the movement of those who's things? Who's gassing them up? Bingo. Right now, is there any type of people that gas up semi-trucks other than the driver? No. Not to my knowledge. No, there's not. There, that doesn't exist. Yeah. That job doesn't exist. Yeah. Now, someone will say, oh, well, there will be a gas pump that automatically goes in. I'm like, please, not in California. They're going to be like, hey, you have to have somebody that sits there and watches because there's a, a, a EPA issue. Well, yeah. I mean, if there's a fuel spill. Exactly. So so there's going to be hundreds of thousands of jobs yeah. created by this. Now, here's the secondary line of effect, and this is where the argument goes in most cases, and we can talk about it now. So when innovation occurs and, and you uh, innovate somebody out of their job, well, you, we and you both agree that Yes, that job disappears, but new ones appear in the marketplace. Here is the argument. Well, those people are not trained or ready to take on that job, Jared. So because of that, you've just ruined someone's livelihood. You know, I have a problem with that. I'm trying to figure out how I want to. Don't fuck it all that. This, this is a very similar thought process in the fact that certain segments of people can't get an ID. Is exactly. It is I, horrible. I have a fundamental problem whenever you group people, wrong. regardless wrong, of gender, yeah. race, religion. I don't care. Whenever you group someone and you and you cap them based off of nothing. Their job that they currently have? Please. This they guy, learn that skill? You're not born no. with a CDL. No. You learned a skill. And you learn how to own a business probably. Some of these guys own their own tru- trucks. These guys are very capable. Look, nothing can grind my gears more than whatever you unnecessarily... Box people. Yeah, why? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, like I said, I said it. Okay. I'm not, I'm not buying that. Look, I understand because... Uh, it's a good it, it was actually It was actually recently brought up with, the, with Keystone Pipeline. Oh, yeah. Regardless of whether I thought that should be said, that, that, that's another topic. I, that's that's not relevant. The environmental part. But a lot of people were actually using that argument. Hey, these are guys and girls that were you know making a lot of money mm-hmm. and, also, and and that's a fact. Yeah, pipeline maintainers, oh, pipeline yeah, creators. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Literally, these little pipeline towns yes. were, were popping up. Fact. But I'm sorry, I, I don't think outside of professional athletics, 
I don't think there's a skill that can't be learned. Oh, no, yeah. If it's not a talent, which yeah. the only thing that are talents out there are, like, athletics. like yeah. And gymnasts and all that stuff, right? Yeah, like I said. They're talents. Professional athletics, yes. I think every skill. Yes. No, one is, no one is born knowing how to code. No, no one is born knowing no. how to drive a truck. No, you might have tendencies to be better at things. Sure, you may have God-given natural abilities. Yes. Sure, I'm not going to refute that, of course. Yeah. But, but the field is so large. So let's say I, I have God-given talents in coding. Well, I could be a coder of, say, um, you know, electronics in, in home automation or yep. something stupid like that, yep. right? Or I could be really great at creating websites. Yep. There's so many – the field is so massive. Yeah. So, so now what uh, – what let's say I'm a, I'm a uh, pessimistic listener, and I hope, I hope we have these. Yeah. No, no, we should. And I want – Yeah. I, I try to say kind of edgy stuff to invoke this. Yes. But if I'm a pessimistic listener, I'm like, well, well Jared – do you just pick up a new skill in overnight? No. 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 So I'm going to be out of work for six months. So therefore, a UBI could really help kind of curb that for six months. Oh, that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good argument, yeah. How did I start this podcast? We have a financial literacy problem. If you're oh, smart man. with your money, we just said how good of a paying job it is for being a truck driver. If you invest that in a reasonable mutual fund or ETF, you're going to be sitting pretty You bad. have a $10,000 rainy day fund. All day long. You, right. you should be able to curb yourself for six months. Uh, Ramsey, shout See, out. See, now I'm trying to get Dave back on. Ramsey, shout out. See, you should have an emergency fund. Seriously. Yeah. So so I, I just wanted to refute that because I know if I'm a pessimistic listener, yep. I just said you have to learn a new skill. Learning a new skill takes time, yeah. effort, energy. Boom. We have a financial literacy problem. Yeah, you should be able to survive for a period of time. No, that's a fantastic one. I love that. So we went through so far um, what UBI is. Yep. From a moral, personal level, we talked about it. Like we we tried to under we tried to help articulate yeah what it means whenever Bob is busting their ass and whenever you're sitting on mommy's couch. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, what what how how can you be okay with doing that? Because yeah. you're essentially injuring somebody else. Yeah. You are injuring yeah. somebody else. Wear and tear on their body, time away from their yes. family. Yep. That's such a weird. Cause I always think about construction. Right, my brother's in construction. Yeah. I think about construction. That's a hard job. Most of those guys are not doing eight hours in an office. They're doing 10, 12 hours in the field. Physical labor, physical hard labor on their body. Now, some of them love it, and it's their trade, and they're fantastic. Some of them do it because it's a great paycheck. Some of them do it because it's the only option. But yeah. whatever it is, yeah. right? So we do construction. So every single person out there that decided to take an unemployment check, you're stealing to some extent. And also making... Let's not call it stealing. Okay. You're I, making... I, it, I understand yeah. where you're going just yeah. for, for true effect. Yeah. But what would you call it, Jared? Because you're... Let's just say that... Look, I, I would... UBI I would, specifically. Let's say there's an increase okay. on workers of 2%. Let's say it's a very small income tax income. So, so if I don't have a job yep. and I get my $12,000 a year and I do have a job and I'm a construction worker and I work my ass off and yep. I have to pay now 2% more... Because of UBI specifically, yeah. What what, what would the right word be for that? I, I, Transferring. I, look, I want I want to use stealing, but it's it's aggressive. All that would all that would. It, it, I understand just for for true point mm -hmm. why you use that word choice. I get it, and, and I honestly want to endorse it. I know, but just to it's I not know. stealing. It is literally utilizing a government program. Yeah. Now transferring to the government's defense, and, and I rarely do this. The intent is sometimes there. 
Oh no, they have fantastic intent. No, they're trying to help people out of yes. bad situations. Yeah, I like agree. Social Security, I'm sure, was intended. Oh, they're all to be great. a good thing. They're all great. So that's why I have a hard time of saying stealing. Yeah, I know. I know. It you is. Know what I mean? It's not stealing. You know what I'm saying? It's just taking funds that you misusing them for. Yeah, and you're, but you're not. We're not working for it. So here's my last, or not last, but we have one more beer, I think. But here's another point that kind of comes up, right? And this is actually from the antagonist of uh, uh, universal basic income, right? So we've talked about all of the reasons why people argue for it. Let's talk about some of the reasons why people think it's bad now, right? Okay. Of course, we are kind of agreeing, I yeah, think, at this Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But one of the reasons is that um, it will create uh, a society that doesn't push forward for new things. Right, people, yeah. and you've kind of said this a couple of times. You said it will create mediocrity. It promotes, promotes yeah, it promotes it. Yeah. So they say, you know, the people that are against it, they say, hey, you know what? Um, if if everybody gets this twelve thousand dollars a year, thousand dollars a month, and heck, that's the first time, it's probably get raised at some point because of inflation, inflation, right? Yeah. So let's say it's the 12, inflation that the UBI caused. Caused, yeah. So thousand dollars <laughs> a month. So it's going to create these people that say, you know what, I'm going to do that in a part-time job, and I'm good. I'm happy. I can pay for all my normal expenses. You know, that's that's actually really interesting that you brought that up. So I feel like Americans as a whole, as a whole. Now, this will be kind of interesting because this is almost – don't be too edgy now, Jared. We haven't been edgy at all today. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we usually say pretty pretty vanilla things. <laughs> um, no, so what, what am I trying to say here? It's one of those things where I I do think that a UBI would, would curb innovation, would curb hunger, would cur- curb truly what makes America America, honestly. Curb innovation and hunger? Like, those are two uh, different things. No, no, okay. Uh, I, I, not literal hunger, but I'm talking about hunger that. Hunger for, like, yeah, that, that strive. That, that inner, that yes, inner yes, yes, yes. want. I want more. Yeah. So, thank you for I'm correcting sorry. it, because I, I did yeah. not mean the physical, or not physical, poverty. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it, anyways, it, it's really interesting from a, from a cultural relativism, relativism standpoint. So, uh, Coca Cola. This is probably about, let's rewind, 20 years or so. Maybe more. I don't know. Two thousands. I'm, I'm sure someone's gonna look me up on this. But um, from a cultural relativism standpoint, it is often if if you get a raise, let, let's say you're not in sales right now, but let's say you are a project manager, yeah, making a great great living. Yep. You're kicking ass. You get a fifteen percent raise. Holy, yeah. That's oh yeah. Great. Yeah, that's fantastic, right? You're, yeah. you're making really good money. Yes. Now. You're probably gonna work that much harder. Oh yeah, yeah. Because now, now I'm you know what I'm staying an extra thirty minutes, extra hour every yeah, day. Yeah, you're busting your ass. You yeah. want another raise eventually. Mm-hmm. So in Mexico, Coca Cola ran into this. They, they, this plant was just killing it. Oh, they were you know out producing anyone and everyone. It was great. Oh, it was great. Maybe it was Spain, Spain or Mexico. I'm sorry, not important. But essentially, Coca Cola was like, hey, this entire plant, everyone. They need to get a 10% raise, 50%, whatever. I mean, it was a substantial raise. Mm, you know, I've heard this. And all of a sudden, people's vacations started going up. They, and they literally, they stayed at their same productivity, but they were literally taking off all the time. Because they were, they what they did is they make just enough. America's, Americans, they live to work. I'm sorry, they work to live. You know, we enjoy... Hey, that 15% raise is cool. You know, it'd be cool if next year can pull another 20. There's a societal 
And I think idea. with this UBI, you take away America's hunger. America. I see now why you use the word hunger. You now. know what I'm saying? Yes. Because you get a 15% raise. Yes, I want another. Yeah. In another country. And look, I'm not saying what we do is right. And that's how I'm personally wired. I'm very monetarily yeah. driven, as are you. Yeah. I'm not saying what we do is right, but what I'm saying is what we do is American. It is very American. And you t- so you do that in Europe. You do that in you know Mexico. Which I, now that I just said Europe, I think it was Spain now. So, haha, all you Googlers. Italy has this problem, actually. Whatever you make just enough, all right, I'm going home. I'm going to go spend time with my family. Mm-hmm. Look, I can, say, I can make pros or cons. That's There's, a different podcast yeah, issue. Yes, yes. But all I'm saying is you with this UBI BS, you take away the America yeah. of America. And I don't like it. Dude, that's a fantastic argument. I didn't know where you were going, to be honest, in the beginning. It took only. It was long. It was a. Build it was up. longer than it, I wanted to. Yeah, it was a buildup. So that is one of the things that makes America us, right? Where we are very wired to work hard and play hard and earn more. We will earn more, but we also play hard. Oh yeah. Like like other countries look at us and we're like, why do these guys have pickup trucks that are lifted twenty two inches? Why does this guy have a, a truck, a jeep? Yeah. Uh, why uh, off road? Yeah. Why, why do these why, guys have these boats that go ten thousand miles an why hour? Why does this guy have land and wants to build a, a house that he lives in? Nice. Uh, yeah. We always want more. It's America. What, it's America. It's right? America. We are good, it, bad, it, or indifferent. We're excessive. But here's the funny thing. The only reason, right, we built that is, is that there has always been this what we call pioneer gene in Americanism. We are like we are pioneers to the root of America, right? So, back or, in the beginning yeah. of America, what we said is, "Hey guys, um, if you go that direction, there's opportunity. There's opportunity. There's gold up in the hills. The 49ers. Yep, there is gold up there. Yeah. So go mine them, and guess what? Collect what you get." We'll tax you on it, and then you get to keep the rest, and you can go build a homestead and do all those things. Develop right? towns, that's yeah. not that's not common in a lot of other countries. A lot of people don't realize that. Now, the cool thing is there's livelihoods built on that, good or bad. There's livelihoods that have been built on the things, right? Large farms, maybe large uh, mining operations, things like that. But we still have that ethos, you yep. could call it, inside of us yep. where we're like, hey, you know what? I can build something. If I, if I think of a cool idea in America— the barriers to entry on a lot of things compared to other countries is pretty minimal, right? It's yeah. it's not huge, yeah. right? You go to India and it could take five years to get you know a single LLC created. Where here, you yeah. know, you can go file that and within three four months you can get it done. I did it in like two weeks. I was say I don't think it's three four months. Dude. No, 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 I'm saying I don't know yeah. the whole country. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, in California yeah, yeah. it's harder and things like that, right? I'm just I hear Delaware this. it's really hard too. <laughs> It's, I could file in Delaware, and I'm in Arizona. Yeah, Even weirder, right? Yeah. So you're you're 100%. I think I agree with the ethos would be removed. Yeah. And short term, yes, some people may be able to have a steak dinner once a week that they never have had before. Yeah. Long term, though, they will be unhappy because the entire entire population entire population will unfortunately not be able to afford Look, a steak dinner. Do you dinner. think these damn things cost like $1,200? Do you think the leadership of Apple just randomly pulled that out of the air? No, they was like, how no. much money can people afford every month? How elastic is this product? So all you're going to do is shift yes. the x-axis on an elasticity curve of every effing product, product from an Apple Bra- to an Apple iPhone. Yes. And oh, everything in between. I like what you did there. Yeah, I did that on, on accident, actually. That's 100% true. There's That's all you do is shift the elasticity x-axis. Yes. All you do. Yep. By a thousand dollars a month, or whatever the freaking amount is that they deem necessary. Everyone's like, "Oh, you do." Everyone's like, "Oh, wait, now we're competing for a thousand extra dollars a month, right?" Everybody knows that utility bills go up, yep. rent goes up. Yep. I don't know what what landlord would not charge more 
they now know you get an extra thousand dollars. Well, somehow rent might go up by a thousand dollars. Oh no, that wouldn't happen. No, rent would probably just stay at a thousand dollars. Oh, let's say you're paying a thousand dollars today. I, I don't know if I could guarantee this, but S- I with strong likelihood, strong likelihood, yeah. the rent will increase by eight hundred to a thousand dollars because I know you have an extra thousand dollars. Everyone you are affording does. it. You are affording it before Bingo. UBI. Yes. The supply and demand curve shifts. It's great. It's a fantastic thing. For who? Americans. The top 1%. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about holistic. Okay. Yeah. No, top 1% wins in this situation. Oh, so you mean to tell me that they want power? They're going to use their platforms well, to, no, to advocate for this? They're going to, of course, want it, right? Yeah. Because they make more money in the situation. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, individuals that want to have this happen because they think it's going to help them personally, it'll actually injure them and help them. There's always going to be a transfer of wealth in these situations. Yeah. Right. Now, here's a weird one. College uh, tuition. Right. We, have, we haven't went over this one yet. We're going to talk about it at some point. Is, is this kind of a, a, a new subject almost before we get into it? No, not really, actually. I was going to Okay, because we haven't rated our beer yet. And oh, we usually yeah. do that right as we crack the third. Third beer. Yeah, let's rate so it real quick. So it's kind yeah. of in our time so far. Dude, hey, good, good yeah, catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that seems pretty interesting. And I, I want to I make sure that you remember it's college tuition. Is yeah. what the road so what do we have today here, Jared? So let's see. So uh, you actually picked this one out, I believe. It's from Shirley, Shirley Brewing Company. Shirley Brewing Company out of Minnesota. Yep. Nice it's job, guys, with the labeling and the product. Honestly, Rocket Surgery Hazy Ale. I think it's a great name. Rocket Surgery. I don't know how I feel about it. So I don't like it. Actually, we haven't. Yeah. Okay. So I think I'm on the same page as you. But let's, let's talk about what it is first. Yeah. So yeah. it's a hazy IPA. It's a five point five uh, a- ABC? ABC, ABV, 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 ABV. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, dude, what are you doing here? Uh, it's 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 marketed as a hazy, uncomplicated, and juicy Ooh. beer. So it's healthy for you. Cheers. It's uh, brewed and canned in Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. So, what are you gonna rate this? We have a one, one to five, one to five scale. Uh, the last beer was it literally blew four, our socks off. Four two, four three. I think you had it a four. Five. I had a four five. You had a four two. Yeah, it was solid. Um, this one, I'll go first. I usually go second. I'm gonna go ahead and give it. And Jared's gargling here. Um, I'm gonna give it literally a two point oh. Oh wow! I was going low. I wasn't. I wasn't going trash low. Two point um, I am no, not I, a fan. I, I can't. I can't do you that. I don't like your name. I do like your your packaging. I think it's a cool can. I, w- I was going like 3-1. I feel comfortable saying 3-1 because I don't think it's trash, but it's easily forgettable. It is the most bland. For being a hazy IPA, I feel like you have to have some power behind it. Yeah. And it doesn't have it. I know what we're doing for next podcast, man. Or maybe not next one. We got to get Nathan to brew us a six-pack. I like it. So one of our yeah. friends for our listeners here, yeah. he actually brews his own beer. Uh, he does it once a month. He has always a couple of them in cycle, and they're pretty good for, yeah. for any of our listeners. They're unique. They're they are unique. unique. Yeah. He does some cool flavors, uh, and he normally creates about like a 30-pack or a 60-pack of beer. And the neat thing is, is that we get to try some beer that we would well, never— What he had, like jalapeno porter, something crazy fun. Crazy beers, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're always really great. Yeah, we got to hit up. I okay. like that idea. All right, so we're, uh, let's College get back tuition. on the subject. College tuition. What, so, what track were you going down on? Yeah, so here, here are what I'm thinking about UBI, right? Um, I like to compare things to what we already have in existence and see if it's worked or not worked. So let's talk about that a little bit. So UBI, everybody gets this $1,000 a month, and the idea is that we progress. That's that's the hopeful situation. Everybody's happier. So college tuition right now, a, a vast majority of college tuition is paid by who? 
Well, uh, I guess the government via via loans. Bingo. Government backed student loans. Yep. So how's that working out for students? Oh, I think we surpassed a trillion dollars in student debt a few years ago. And what what's the general consensus if this is a good or bad program? Uh, bad. Yeah. So most individuals are now calling for the complete forgiveness forgiveness of this because it, it just did not work out. Now, what's also happened in the last 20 to 30 years with student tuition? Exponential growth. It is the only product that has increased thousands of percent in the last few years. It is but the only product. they're not profit, though. Some institutions, right? Some institutions. So you have, you have automobiles. You have homes. You have Apple iPhones. You have beer. You have bread. You have eggs. All these products have increased with inflation. We're looking at between zero and 50%. College tuition, thousands. Over just like the last couple decades. Yes. No, three years. Or sorry, 30 years. I'm sorry, 30 years. 30 years. So from the 90s, right, all the way through now to 2020. 2020? One. 2020s, yes. Yeah, 20s. So all the way from uh, 90s to the 21s. 21s, yeah, 21s. Sure. um, We've seen thousands of percents increase. Now, why would they be able to increase their tuition every year? Secured by the government. Bingo. So Almost like $1,000 that's secured by the government every month. Bingo. Huh. This is that where am I going right here, right? Yeah. This is yeah, this I, where I'm leading. There. I am, I'm leading the horse to water. You are my horse, Jared. Right, I'm try I'm, here, let me drink for you. <laughs> so we now have this government-backed program that we can look at and say, okay, um, based on the tuition going up over the last 30 years, has there been any other reason why? No. The only no other reason why. quality of education. Has went down. Classroom sizes have went up. I don't know the qualities went down. I think most individuals would agree with the college uh, quality. Interesting. Yeah, because classroom sizes have went up. So you got to understand, I went to a school with, my I maximum know. class size was 30, man. Military school, everybody listening, it's, it's kind of an outlier, yeah. right? There are outliers, but most public universities, the mm. quality of education, unfortunately, has somewhat declined. Okay. Um, now, that may not be true in, say, uh, uh, an engineering uh, school or an architectural school or a doctorate program. So you're talking like specific majors? Just general. So you're talking about gen eds? Uh, like prerequisites? Well, I'm just saying in general, like okay. if you have a thousand students that graduate from a college every year, you're of course going to have some outliers. Always. I'm saying in general, the- On both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You're going to have some outliers. So, yeah. But in general, it is decreased. The quality of education has. Uh, it's taking longer to graduate. Yeah, I've right? heard that. Like right? five years is almost the norm now. Yeah, yeah. well, if, if education is so much better- if the teachers are so much better, if you're able to get through school so much easier, what's what's the issue here? Yeah. Well, I don't want you to graduate earlier. I want Why? you to take longer. Yeah. Right. So anyways, getting through my final analogy here is, is that, yeah. hey, this is a government-backed program. We'll give you as much money as the tuition number is. Well, every year, what will happen? The college increases the price. The government says, yep, that must be the cost because we don't have the resources to adjust appropriately. And all the yeah. competition goes up by the exact so let's say this is this is literally uh, it's like a mono- monopolistic thinking because they all like collaborate and they all this is this is how this is how mobs work this is a mob they all equally raise their prices every single college raises it by five percent every year we all agree we're all in a room they don't do this you know of course cool? well you know what's crazy is if it is i'd be curious i, I don't know if you, you're pulling five percent out of your ass so you actually know it i have no idea 
for all I, of our listeners. I just made that up, but okay. it's definitely going up by 5, 10, 15%. Because maybe. you know what's crazy is in the rule of 72, you oh. divide the, the percent and divide it by 72, and that's how long it'll take for it to double. I wonder if that's what they're doing. That would be so crazy to see, you know, from 1990 to 2020, to see what it actually has increased as. And, and you know. I think they're doubling it every five years, to be honest. So what would that put a rule of 72 as? What, like 12? 12% a year? But I think I think it no, because that'd be sixty. So probably what fourteen percent, fifteen percent. So I remember when I was at ASU. Yeah, just shy of it. Fourteen point. They raised tuition every single year I was there, and it was like enough to notice. It wasn't like a, oh, a, so so if I'm like the graduating class of 2014, like you were, you don't get locked in as a freshman. Like hey, you were going to pay. You do. Okay, but it's so you can't a, raise then. Uh, no, no, it gets locked in at a increased rate. That's an oxymoron. I know. Well, they say that oh, you, you get locked in at an increase. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just hear yourself? Like, I know. It doesn't make you, sense. You pay for this shit. Yes. You get locked in. At every college works like this, man. I, I realize it's a little different in the military. Uh, I, re- I know how it feels to pay for that, but it's a little different. <laughs> You're the most unpatriotic <laughs> patriot in the world. <laughs> so, yeah, for, all, for all our listeners, Cody, he, he's, he flies a proud American flag, but I went to the United States Air Force Academy just... Keeps him up at night how much he paid in taxes for my education. No, it's just how <laughs> absurd the costs are. That's different. Yeah, it was like 450 grand or something, what they say. Yeah, see, year. that is absurd yeah, for all of our listeners. That is wild. Yeah. So, what anyways, let's let's talk about the, with the kids uh, going to Twitch. Good. They're complaining yeah, about man, how much that's, coal that's, costs. I think, I think that's a fantastic analogy as far as. Not even you, you, you actually went from industry to industry. You know, of course, a natural inflation is going to occur. You uh-huh. know, the price to go to movies is a perhaps. hell of a lot more than our parents paid. 1970s, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But to see year to year double-digit increases for a lower product. Yes. It'd be one thing if they're innovating it. But better movie whatever. theaters, right? They have better movie, way better movie oh, theaters way now. Better. Um Honestly, man. So, so let's kind of let's start kind of wrapping this up. If you're king for a day, can you? I think I kind of started this off like, and I feel like I made like decent arguments. I don't think you were a true believer going into this. I, yeah. I don't. I don't. Look, I'm gonna end this podcast with man, and I highly advise invite. I'll give you my cell phone number in the comments. I don't care. I want to hear a true, irrefutable pro. For this comp, for this, uh, for this rational program. too, not like you know, people are dying in the streets kind of thing. Of course, yes, because that's not a good one. No, I think that's a good closing there, Jared. Um, and I still have a little bit of beer left to be honest. Are we out of time? Oh we no, 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 we're we're good. Okay, no, we're good. I just yeah, yeah. You're drinking faster. You're you're you're. No, is, I mean, I. I what just does Brittany call you? She calls you a, a chugger. A lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Chugger is one of her more affectionate terms. <laughs> no, um, it, it's just one of those things. I feel like you made solid points. I, I really, one I'm really happy with you. Take away the America from yeah. America. I like that. I know. I, I just, I actually, I would invite that man more than I want a free sponsorship of a six pack. I want someone to give me a good reason, a logical argument. And what we could do is we could do a part two to every one of these sessions. Oh yeah, I would. Yeah. How cool would it be hey, if we get, go through the comments? If we get a couple comments, yeah, dozen comments. Hey, Change my mind. Brian Johnson, six four two. Yep, I want to have you on. We're just gonna do a short ten yeah. minute. Yeah, I want to give you your platform. Yep. I want to understand you. Yeah, I'm not gonna be a dick about it. I don't want to no. just refute every. I don't want to interrupt you to lose your train. And by any means, I dude, a lot of these ideas, I'm not steadfast. I'm not like I'm not a brick wall. These things, I think I could change my mind with. Like here's here's one reason I could change, I don't my, know mind I change my mind. With. I know, maybe not you, 
But here's a weird one, right? So we have these government programs, right? Yeah. Not to go on a long tangent by any means. We have these government programs. Disability. Welfare. Um, uh, unemployment. What if the government tomorrow says, hey, guys, we're going to do $1,000 a month, but we're getting rid of all that? To everyone? Yes. Or to just the disability? And- Every single person. You, those programs and those, those uh, uh, governmental structures, right, all the people that are employed by them, you are either getting laid off or you're moving into our UBI system, which is going to be f- far more efficient, right? So now all of a sudden I'm going to give, say, $1,000 a month, whether you're a disability or not, and now there is only one social program that runs everything. You know, that's a good argument. To me, I'm like, ooh. No, because, cost, look, are cost. there people that take advantage of certain programs that the government provided? Absolutely. There's not a sane person in this world yeah. that it's is probably not a minority, I would say, but you think there are more? Okay. I don't know if I can go that much, but whatever. That, that was pretty scientific of you. Um, <laughs> but it, it's one of those things where all I want you to do and you as a as a as a government, I honestly just want I want you to keep America America. I don't want you to take away what makes us great. I don't want you to take away what makes us different. I don't want you to take away the reason why people risk life and limb to come to here. Come here. I don't want you to take away that essence, man. No. So so f okay. any any okay. try to okay. look. I I can't get there, man. Look, if we have to do yeah. with disability, I don't actually agree with that because I think there are certain people that have yeah real issues. They were born real with. issues, and I don't want to give him the same freaking you know check as you do Bobby, who is sitting on his couch. Sitting on his couch. I just Netflix don't think that's fair, man. I don't like it. I, I, I'm not. I'm not even gonna. I appreciate what you were trying to do to to get there, mm-hmm. but I can't. I I, no, I can't let that happen because I, I do actually think the person that's disability that's kind of on society to help out. I don't think it's on society to help out Bobby, who is living with his parents, is not doing anything to playing one of those computer games 18 hours a day and eating McDonald's. Yeah. Right? Like, that person right yeah, there. leads into our last podcast. Yeah, health. Yeah. yeah, health. Yeah. Right? And maybe homeless at one point because they're unhappy with their life. So, you're right. So, anyways, yeah, okay, I, I appreciate I see, what, what I you were trying I've, to do. Yeah, I'm trying to reach I, I got you, man. Because I think some of the comments are going to come through like, hey. What, what if we were able to adjust cost? Maybe this program is actually lower cost. What if it was lower cost? What if we were able to give everybody $1,000 a month, 330 Americans? What, what is that? Fuck, that's a 330 million times 1,000. So what is that? 33 trillion? 33 trillion. That's what I was thinking. So 33. Oh, my that's God. That's more than our budget. 33 trillion a month? This is not possible. Hold on. No. 330 million over three zeros? Is it 330 billion? Three to three billion. Okay. I think we messed up that. Okay, times 12. Yeah. What is that? That's 1.2 trillion? No, No. six, right? Yes, it's six trillion. Six trillion dollars. Let's do it after three beers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, public math and then plus. I know. So let's let's say it's over a trillion dollars a year. Well, our social programs are over a trillion dollars a year already. So let's say it's cheaper. What if it's cheaper? So are we just going to refute all of our points that we made as far as inflation, how we just changed the elasticity curve. I'm, are we just just, gonna, I'm just wondering. Yeah, but, but I get that. I mean, so are we just going to do away with all the points that we made I, I just to make this little made-up scenario work? I, I don't guess? think morally it's good ever. I don't think it's morally right. And, and that's where I usually try to fall back to. Like, hey, is this fit into my moral standards? Look, is it cheaper? Maybe. I, I, I guess know. I guess from our rough math that we think we're right. 
We also went from 33 trillion a month, so I'm not putting too much. <laughs> we just thought it was like a. What's the next one after trillion? Quadrillion. We think it was quadrillion yeah. a year. Whatever. Look, all joking aside, there's a lot of government programs that I don't necessarily believe in that are quite expensive, probably. Yeah. And so just because this is cheaper, because of what it, it would do, it from embodies the masses, something bad from the masses yeah. standpoint. Yeah. It's, it's. It, it's a it's a masked evil, man. We see it GP, sounds great. We see GP go down, productivity go down. People's imagine imagine the moral like pe- not moral, but um, what's called when somebody has like energy to do something like the they're excited the desire? about desire, maybe their desire passion. passion. I think yeah. all that goes down, don't you? Yeah, you promote mediocrity. It's the worst thing you could ever do in a society. Man. Nobody would ever want to strive for more. No. Why would I want to bust my ass anymore? If you guarantee me a C in life, if you guarantee me a C is average, you guarantee me an average life and I don't have to get off my couch. Cool. 70% of people, right? Because everybody has to be in the average world. Yeah. There's 70%. There's 15 above, 15 below. And so now 70% of people are going to be all right with just the. Dude, I pride myself on being a, a pretty hard worker. And if I was born into a society and I didn't know any better. I don't know if I would be the same person I am sitting here. Oh, no, 100%. If we were born into China or to Russia or anything like that, we would be severely handicapped from our – because America – We're not the same two people. No. If you guarantee me on birth a minimum of an average life. I think about this all the time. I think about if I was born in another country, the opportunities – even if my parents were the exact same type of jobs and everything, there is a societal – impact no getting to meet you and wanting to compete with you about everything oh yeah we right? have since you, see, you see the difference yeah. right we we became better people yes we believe of course we think we be, because we get to meet each other and we're like fuck we're gonna compete every single day of our lives now for the rest of our lives everything but we also look at other people and say well now we get to compete against them and there's an american ethos that occurs yeah man i i highly invite yeah. anyone and everyone yeah to provide me and look, I, I think I think you and I just because who we are and how we're wired, we, we've kind of gotten down this this American, you know, what makes America America. Look, one of the worst things you can say or do is just because we've always done something or always been something is not the best way. It's it. not the best way. So I don't want people to get intimidated or pigeonholed yeah. with keeping America America because oh yeah, they're just going to come back with that. I, I don't. I don't, I honestly want to hear an idea because. Look, I, I feel like you and I it. try to play devil's advocate a lot with one another just for sheer entertainment. But I actually want to hear a, a logical. Yeah. That's the only thing I ask of you. Is a logical argument mm-hmm. for a UBI. Jared, cool, good man. podcast, man. I had a great time. I like this one a lot. Uh, appreciate it. You guys all have a great rest of your day. See ya.